The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Can come boldly to the throne of grace, your presence, where we can obtain mercy and find grace to help in our times of need. And we give you praise that that's our story today. That's our testimony today. We can come into your presence through the blood and receive the miracles that we desire and that we need. Everybody lift your hands one more time. Shut your eyes if you need to. Focus on Jesus right now. Call his name over and over again. Jesus. Jesus. Focus on him. Focus on him. Access his presence. Engage his presence. Shut out the noise. Back the storm. Close out everybody else. Jesus. 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 Your presence is the difference. Jesus. Jesus. Your presence is the difference. Oh, oh. and the difference is your presence. Your presence is the difference. Oh, Jesus. And the difference is your presence. One more time. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Right here, right now. And everything is possible. Ayala. Everything is possible. You can heal the sick right now. You can make a way out of no way. You can give the blind sight. You can make the lame walk. You can raise the dead. You can give direction to the confused. Everything is possible. Everything, 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 everything. Every spirit can be met. Every body can be lifted. Every yoke can be destroyed. Every problem can be solved.
Yes, everything is possible. Oh, yetayata. Anything can happen. Oh, yes. And everything is possible. Your presence is the difference. Father, we give you praise. We bless your holy name. Thank you for access into your presence. Have your way in our midst this morning. Touch us one and all, we pray. In the name of Jesus. Remain standing for the reading of God's word in this service. Luke chapter 2. Oh, Father, we give you praise. Your presence is the difference. Oh, yes, Lord. The difference is your presence. Luke, the second chapter from the 26th verse. Your presence is the difference. The difference is your presence. Oh, your presence is the difference. Sorry, Luke chapter 1. Oh, yeah. The difference is your presence. You know, if all we did was just to bask in his presence and just wait on him and access his presence, it would be worth it. The difference is your presence. Luke chapter 1 from verse 26. If you have it on the screen, shout hallelujah. Ah, some of you still have not learned how to shout. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. One day you will get it. The first time. The angel will come and stare the water and the first person to dive in gets the miracle. Let me dwell on that. This one that we are correcting every week is not good for you. It's not good for you. Shout hallelujah, shout hallelujah. And you know I'm going to do it next Sunday. <laughs> Pass the exam. Pass the exam. All right, Luke 126. Let's hear the word of the Lord. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to the city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph. Of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. That's that equation one for miracles we talked about last week. God loves you. God favors you. God blesses you. Hallelujah. Verse 29. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Hallelujah. Let me hear somebody shout like, Mary, I have found favor with God. 
Yeah, some of you are getting to shout now. And you don't need to do the exam a second time again. Praise God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob and of his kingdom. There will be no end. Verse 34. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Ghost will come upon you. Praise God. The power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also, the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. And because of time, jump down to verse 38. Then Mary said, and this is very important concerning our teaching today. Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Glory be to God. Father, send us your word, we pray. Let none of us remain the same again. In Jesus' name. Please be seated in God's presence. Give your neighbor a Bluetooth high five. Those of you streaming online, a Bluetooth high five from me as well to you. Hallelujah. Thank you, HOP. Please put your hands together for them. Let's appreciate them. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we're talking about miracles everywhere. Miracles in every aspect of your life. Miracles everywhere you turn. And we started last week by looking at the equation for miracles. And we shared this first equation with us to establish us in this teaching. God loves us. God favors us. We see the angel announcing that to Mary. And God blesses us. And if we can walk in that consciousness going through our day, going through our week, and living our lives, no matter what we face. That God loves you does not mean you will not face challenges. Please grow out of that thinking that you will not face challenges. What you need to learn and to master is that when and if challenges come, your response should be that God loves me. Even as I'm going through this challenge. God favors me, even as I walk through this valley of the shadow of death. And God blesses me, even as I'm going through this pit. Hallelujah. That's the mindset and the equation and the formula that will cause you to experience a miracle while you're going through that ordeal. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? And earlier today in the second service, I actually taught you this last week because we taught from Acts chapter 3 and Acts chapter 4 last week in the second service. But I didn't give you the formula. I gave them the second formula we are learning. Times of refreshing. Peter said this miracle happened because we are in times of refreshing. Multiplied by times of restoration. We are in a time of restoration. And God blessing us. He said God has raised Jesus to bless you first. The blessing keeps featuring in these formulas I'm sharing with us. I taught extensively in the first service or took some time to drill down a bit. And we talked about this also last week. The first 
equation is undergirded by faith. You've got to believe that God loves you. You've got to believe that God favors you. And you've got to believe that God blesses you. Even when you don't see the testimonies. That was what our focus was on last week. And earlier in the first service today, we mentioned and we taught on the fact that the presence of God is what undergirds the second equation. I want to announce to us again, listen to the messages, watch the services you didn't attend. Those of you in the second service and you are not in the first service, take time during the course of the week. Listen to what I preached and taught in the first service. It will help you a lot to fully understand what I'm sharing with you. If you miss the midweek service, make time to watch it later on demand or listen to it on demand. Praise God. This second equation that brings miracles, times of refreshing, times of restoration and the blessing of God, it's undergirded by us activating God's presence. And that's why we are singing songs to you today about the presence of God. And we thought about that in the first service. I want to give you a third equation in this second service, which we see in that text that we read. And this is the equation for miracles. All these equations I'm giving you, learn to program them in your thinking and renew your mind as you go through your day and your week with it. Think like this. We said last week, think miracles. Talk miracles. Expect miracles. And these equations will help you to be positioned for them. Here's the third equation, and we see it in that text we read. God's thoughts times God's ideas and God's dreams multiplied by the blessing. We always need God's blessing upon it. It will birth miracles in our lives. God's thoughts, your Bible is the logos of God, the thoughts of God. When you take the thoughts, the, Mary, the angel came and said, Mary, you are favored. Now, that is the thought of God concerning you. Mary, you are blessed among women. Hallelujah. He introduced God. In fact, the Bible said at first she was afraid. Which kind of greeting is this? Look at that, a preferential treatment of all the women in Jerusalem or in Israel. God picked one. And the same way God has picked Mary, God has picked you. Your own may not be to give birth to a, a baby. But just like God favors Mary, God has favored you. It's inside your Bible. The question is, have you received it like Mary? Imagine if Mary had looked at Angel Gabriel when the angel told her, you are favored by God. You are blessed by God. And she now look at the angel and say, and, and I've not paid my house rent. How can you be telling me I'm favored? Forget that, my friend. Who got favor help? Give me money, my friend. And you reject God's thoughts because of your prevailing circumstances. Is this why people don't see miracles? But the person that can embrace God's thoughts and even go beyond God's thoughts. Look, the idea of God, the dream of God was I want to save humanity. And I'm going to come in the form of flesh. And I'm going to incarnate the womb of a virgin. That was a dream. God has had that dream from Genesis. After Adam and Eve fell. 
And God spoke to the serpent. The seed of the woman will bruise your head. You will bruise, that was Genesis 1. A dream God had carried in his heart. And he finally, Luke 1, God picked a woman. That was ready to embrace his dream and his idea. I want to save the world. I'm going to send my son. He will die. He will be born of a virgin. Prophecy upon prophecy had come for thousands of years. And the Bible said, Mary said, be it unto me according to your word. I love what the scriptures told us. Look at Luke chapter 2 verse 18. And watch juxtapositioning again, like I taught you last week. It wasn't only Mary the angel spoke to. If you study Luke 1 and Luke 2, the angel spoke to so many people. The angel spoke to so many people. Watch the response of some people. Watch the response of Mary. Luke 2.18. And all those who came to the service and had the angels declare, and had the pastor declare, they marveled. Marveled at those things that were told them by the shepherds. The same message. Or a variation of the message. That's what some people do with the word of God. Marvel at it. Wow. It's a, and there's nothing wrong with marveling at the word. But look at what the Bible told us Mary did. Mary didn't just marvel at the word that was told her. But, juxtapositioning. They are telling you the error some people are making. Why they didn't get the results. And why the other guy got it. It's a way Bible is written and it's for teaching. Jesus was teaching. And the power of God was present. Some were sitting and folding their leg. Why does this man talk like this? Some other people broke the roof. Lowered their friend. He must be healed in this service. And when he saw their faith, he didn't see the other people's faith. He didn't say they didn't have faith. They just didn't demonstrate it before him. Juxtapositioning. positioning. But Mary, she didn't marvel. She kept all these things in her heart. We are talking about miracles everywhere. And she pondered on them. That's why Jesus was born. If all you do is marvel and laugh and jump, it's good to do that. But taking God's thoughts, taking God's ideas and God's dream and dreaming with God, then God blessing it. Hey, you will have miracles. You will have miracles. So beyond all this, I want, you, I want you to understand that Angel Gabriel was introducing an MO, method of operation to Mary. I'm going to give you some thoughts from heaven. In fact, all God told me to just come and introduce some thoughts to you. You are favored. Somebody shout, I'm favored. That is still not a shout. You are blessed. Somebody shout, I'm blessed. It's just a thought. That's what the Bible is. The Bible is just a collection of God's thoughts. Logos. God's thoughts. But show me the Mary that will embrace it in her heart. Mary has done her time. Show me the pastor T that will believe it and embrace it in his time. And I will show you someone that is going to work in miracles. She embraced it. Speak unto me according to your word. I'm favored. I'm favored. Blessed am I among women. Blessed am I among women. You are world number one pastor. You are world, no, I am world number one pastor. By the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. By the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed, though. I will never be broken another day in my life. I will never be broken another day in my life. God is able to make all grace abound towards me. God is able to make you embrace the word. 
You want miracles? Embrace the thoughts. God has said it. I believe it. The rest is a matter of time. God's thoughts multiply by God's ideas. What is God dreaming about? Praise God. Do you know God has dreams? Do you know that God has dreams for your life? Remember Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Please put it up on the screen. I don't think it was even in my notes. Thoughts of peace are not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. You need to study the background of that text. Do you know the people God was telling that to? People that were in captivity. It's like going to Gaza today. Let's use the latest tension place in the world. After this war, they just had visit and everything. And you now go and start announcing. God told me to tell you. You Gazans or Palestinians. Hear the word of the Lord. I know the thoughts I think towards you. Thoughts of peace. Thoughts of, are not of evil. To give you a future. You have a future. Christ died for you. When you go and preach that message in Palestine. This is what you get from most people. Waiting that that won't help. Sir, give me UN aid. Some people haven't learned to embrace God's thoughts. But bless God, there will be Marys in the midst. There will be Marys in the church. There will be Marys in the nation. There will be Marys in the camp. That we say it may not look like it on the outside though. How will a virgin conceive a child? I have not known a man. Then he gave her another thought. The Holy Ghost will come upon you. The power of the Holy Ghost will come upon you. Ah, eh. Okay, I received that too. Some people will say, who Holy Ghost help? Who's speaking in tongue help? Who fresh anointing help? And reject the thoughts of God. And live one day, one week, one month, one year, two years without the anointing. But bless God, there will be a Mary in the camp. Hallelujah. There will be a Mary that says, be it unto me according to your word. That's how they get miracles. Hallelujah. Am I talking to you this morning? Equation one is unaguided by faith. Equation two is unaguided by what? The presence of God. Please catch this revelation that I'm sharing with you and learn how to live your life with it. Equation three is what I want to focus on this service. It is guarded or underguarded by visions and revelations. Somebody shout visions and revelations. You want miracles, visions, and revelations that come from the thoughts of God and the ideas of God and the dreams of God. It's not in your bank account, sir. No. Your situation and your circumstances are not depicting it. No. You need to see what is unseen. A virgin will have a child. A human, a human being will give birth to God. The Holy Ghost will come upon you and you will conceive a seed. How is that possible? No doctor can tell you that one. But vision and revelation can help you. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I ask you this question this morning. When I teach, I like asking questions. And you don't have to have an answer for me. So you may want to write it down. In fact, projection, please help me because I didn't highlight that. Maybe someone should see it. If you can help me drop that for them as well. What is God showing you about your life? 
the next three to five years of your life and your future. What is God telling you? What is God showing you? The angel came to Mary. Um, you are going to have a baby. That's the plan of God for your life. What is God telling you? What is God showing you? Pastor, uh, God is not telling me anything. Then you need to go and spend some time in prayer. And we've dealt with that. And go and spend some time in God's presence. In fact, that's one of the things God's presence does to us. It opens our eyes. When you spend time focusing on Jesus, focusing on the Holy Ghost, that's what I was doing. I was sending him the first service. I was praying. God told me, this is, I, I, just told, I just said something out of my spirit. As I was praying, I was doing a prayer, and I said, it came out of my spirit. Because I said, that is the formula for your miracles this season. Stay with that thing. I can tell you the next three to five years of my life. The main focus, of course, I'm going to eat. I'm going to sleep. That's not what I'm talking about. I hope you know that one. Praise God. What is different? You are going to have a baby. And that baby is going to come. You're not going to sleep with a man. What is God telling you? You need to find out. And nobody can find out for you. You go into the presence of the Lord through prayer and praise. And you stay there. You train yourself. You develop yourself. You attend restarts with Dr. K regularly. Like a special week of this one. You join pursuit prayers. You join prayer meetings. You pray personally. You pray corporately. Until your ears open, your eyes open, your heart is sensitive to God. And you hear from heaven. I'm teaching how to work in miracles. So, the man and the woman that has got God's plan, that's a miracle in the waiting. Praise God. I'm sure you know Proverbs 29, 18. Where there's no vision. Where do, nobody can tell me what God is telling them the next three to five years of my life. This is what God is telling me. In my time of prayer, in my time of fellowship, this is that, that you have no vision, no revelation. What happens? They cast off restraints. COVID-19 comes and they lose hope. There's nothing they are walking towards because God has not spoken to them. They get easily distracted with the things that are going on around them. But watch this. Happy is the one that keeps the law, the thoughts of God. The Lord there refers to the word, the logos, the thoughts of God. So regardless of what's happening, you keep the thoughts. What has God told you? You start with what is written. Hallelujah. You think it. Your response is a merry response. Be it unto me. Behold the handmaiden of the Lord. Be it unto me according to what he said. The answer of that at the end of the day is miracles. I can tell you the next three to five years of this church. Those of you in leadership have been working with them for years now. This is what God is telling us to do. We keep tweaking it as, we, as God brings more light. But at least we have a general plan. I want to dwell with that, on that as I close this morning. Is somebody getting blessed this morning? The book of Acts, Acts of the Apostles, that ought to be your template for life. The apostles took what Mary did and took it to another dimension. The same pattern. 
But this time it was Jesus that spoke to them. Look at what the Bible said. And you will see the application of that formula. Mark 16 from verse 20. Mark 16, let's start from verse 20 first. And they went out and preached everywhere. Glory be to God. The Lord walking with them and confirming the word with accompanying signs. Miracles happened. Why did the miracles happen? They went out and preached everywhere. Why did they go out and preach every day? Jesus gave them thoughts. Look at verse 15. We call it the Great Commission. After Jesus rose, he gave them thoughts. And then he shared his dream with them. And he said to them, go into all the world, all the world. It's a thought. All the world. Preach the gospel to every creature. Next, glory be to God. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who does not believe will be condemned. And these miracles or signs will happen. And that's what they saw in verse 20. When their, their response was like Mary's response. Be it unto us according to your word. We are going to go to the world. We will tell everybody. It's the same principle. Leave out everything you've heard about evangelism and all that. I'm not talking about evangelism now. We're going to come to evangelism in a moment. That's not really my focus. I want you to understand this emo that God or Jesus or an angel or a preacher will give you thoughts from heaven. And then you receive it for yourself. And you start acting with those thoughts. You will always end up with miracles. Particularly as God's blessing comes upon it. The Lord went with them. God's blessing came upon them. And the signs were there. Hallelujah. All the miracles we see in the book of Acts. This was the reason. They received thoughts from God. They received a dream. This is God's dream. Acts chapter 1. Verse 6. After Jesus rose up, look at what they asked him. And watch the shift of the apostles here. Maybe you are thinking in one direction. So that's what God's word does to us. It renews our thinking. It redirects our thinking. So they asked him, Master, therefore, when they had come together, therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? That's a loaded question. You see, all through Jesus' ministry, because of all the miracles he was doing, the general thinking among the Jewish people is that this is the person that will deliver us from the Roman people. See, in those days, the Romans were colonizing the Jewish people like they were colonizing many parts of the world. And the common understanding, which was wrong, of the Jewish people was that the Messiah will come and he will be a military king. They were partially correct. But that military dimension of his ministry is in the second coming, not the first coming. But they didn't have the light we have. So they thought Jesus will somehow, somehow defeat the Romans. And even after his resurrection, <laughs> please follow what we are talking about. I'm giving you an equation for miracles. God's thoughts, God's ideas, and God's dreams times God's blessing. You will always end up in miracles. Even after his resurrection, they were like, God, oh yeah, when are we going to march to Rome and go and kill Caesar? Is, is, this, is it this time? 
to restore the kingdom back to Israel. <laughs> then Jesus introduced a thought to them. Verse 7, he said to them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his authority, but you shall receive power. The same thing that Gabriel told Mary. How am I going to conceive the power of the Holy Ghost to come upon you? You shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, and you shall be my witnesses. As Jesus said that to them, they changed. It wasn't anymore about a political fight. If Caesar likes, let him die on the throne. That is not the thought of heaven. That's not the agenda of heaven. This is the agenda. Let's tell everybody that Jesus is resurrected. Be my witness. It was a thought, but they embraced it. Praise God. They embraced it so much. After that miracle, we looked at last week in Acts chapter 3 and chapter 4. When the Sanhedrin called them, stop preaching in the name of Jesus. Stop telling people that Jesus has resurrected. Look at what Peter and John told them. Acts 4 verse 18. So they called them, the Sanhedrin called Peter and John, and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. Don't do this thing you are doing. Look, at they had changed from, hey, Jesus, come and restore the kingdom to Israel, to going about, telling people about the resurrected Christ. Their response in verse 19, Peter and John answered and said to them, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you. Help me look at your neighbor and say, who are you listening to? Some of you are listening to the voice of your circumstances rather than the voice of God. You are accepting the thoughts of the devil rather than the thoughts of God. Whether it is right for you to, in your own sight or to listen to God or to listen to you, you judge. But for us, this is how we are going to live our lives. We are going to embrace the thoughts of God. Praise God. We cannot but speak those things, verse 20, which we have seen and heard. What Jesus told them to do. He gave them a thought. That's all the Bible is. And this is the key to miracles. They told me when I got born again that by the stripes of Jesus I'm healed. Hey! I've not been sick in the last almost 30 years now. The way I embraced that, I will never forget one day. Malaria was ravaged. I used to be sick before I got born again. I've told you my story. Somehow, for six months I got born again, I didn't get sick. Then I went for a meeting and someone was talking about the same testimony. Then it just occurred to me, wow. God did that miracle. That day I felt sick. Malaria symptoms there manifesting in my body. But I had learned, I had been in a world church. They had put the thoughts inside of me. He himself took my infirmities and carried my diseases. By his stripes I'm healed. Chai! I ate that scripture. Eh? I chewed that scripture. Eh? One day, the sinner was so bad. And I was like, go, I, we were very radical in those days. No drug. I think we have come down a bit now. My disposition now is use the scripture and take a drug. But those days, forget drug. I, one day I went to buy a drug. They told me the price. Inflation. I said, are you people serious? We used to pay like 10 naira for this. And they're not telling me 15 naira. Keep your drug. By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. That's how the malaria left. And it has been like that 30 years. A thought. 
a thought. God told me that day, I will tell you one thing the devil is afraid of. He's afraid of the blood of Jesus. A thought. You take the thoughts of God. You, from there, grow the dream of God. God wants to save the world. God wants the gospel preached everywhere. God wants people to get born again. God wants people to decide. You, you dream with God. God wants people rich. God wants people blessed. You, you dream with God. And then God's blessing comes upon that. Hey, miracles. Miracles. Glory be to God. Let me close with this. God told me, you need to go back to King's Word vision. You need to go back to your vision. Raise me a supernatural arm. It's a thought. Some of us have given our lives to that thing. And we are living miracles. I mean, I don't fall sick, sir. I've never been broke. We, I mean, miracle life. Heaven on earth life. Why? We embrace the vision. It was a thought of heaven. We, we did what they did in the book of Acts. And God said, there are so many people in your church that they, they don't understand this vision. They have not embraced it like you have. Hallelujah. So going forward, in fact, God gave me a name. Start, he called it Raising Academy. That you have many people to raise in your church. It's talking about discipleship. So winning must be important to us again. The Great Commission must be important to us again. Hallelujah. I want to close with this question this morning before we begin to pray. Similar to the question I asked at the beginning. What is God showing you? Projection, let me put this up as well. I didn't highlight it in my notes, but put it up. What is God showing you about your part in this vision to raise a supernatural army? You are not called to do everything. But which one has God told you, Pastor T, this is your part in this vision? If you can dream that dream with God, amen, you will live a miracle life. What is God showing you? you? You get in a place of prayer. You get in a place of discipleship. You get in a place of staying in God's presence. This is your path in this vision. God told Mary, I want to give back to the Savior. It was a thought. That was God's dream. She embraced it. God told the apostles, I want witnesses to tell everybody about my resurrection. It was a thought and a dream. They embraced it. God has told us in King's Word, I want you to raise me a supernatural army in the world. What is your part? And how are you embracing it? You will live miracles. Rise on your feet. Lift your hands to heaven. Give God praise this morning. Your presence makes the difference. Your presence makes the difference. Come on, lift your hands and bless him. Lord, show me my part. Your presence makes the difference. My part in the Great Commission and my part in the vision of my church. Show me, don't just show me the dream for my life. I know you have a dream and you should embrace that. Beautiful. But follow Mary's example. Follow the apostles' example. God has a dream where King's word is concerned. He wants people raised in the supernatural. What is your part? Open your mouth with me this morning. Say, God, show me my part. Show me my part. Open your mouth and pray it. Lord, show me my part. If he has shown you before, let him re-emphasize it to you again. Show me my part. Show me my part.
Show me my path. Show me my path. Peter told him, look, you are not going to get us off what God has shown us. God said we should tell people that Jesus resurrected. That was their path. Lord, show me my path. Show me my path. Show me my path. God's thoughts. God's ideas and God's dreams, God's dreams and God's blessing will always birth miracles. Lord, show me my part. Show me my part. Somebody praying with us this morning. Show me my part. Put up Ephesians 1 for us again from verse 17. Pray. We're going to pray that Pauline prayer again. That's Almighty Pauline prayer. Oh, Satayala Bashata. That God, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. This formula is undergirded by vision and revelation. God needs to show you something. Lord, show me my part. That God will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Lord, show me my part. That you may know what is the hope of his calling. Know the hope of his calling. Has he called you to finance the gospel? Has he called you to pastor? Has he called you to teach? Has he called you to work in the media? Has he called you to disciple people? Lord, show me my part. Let the eyes of my understanding be enlightened that I may know the hope of your calling, the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints. Lord, show me my part. Come on, for one more minute or two, open your mouth and pray. Let the eyes of my understanding be enlightened. Let me know the hope of your calling. Let me know the riches of the glory of your inheritance in my life. Grant me, O oh God, the spirit of seeing and knowing like Mary saw her part, like the apostles saw their part in your dream. Lord, show me my part. Oh, I want to hear you pray. I'm going to give you one more minute. Open your mouth. Pray fervently in the Holy Ghost. Come on, church. Lift your voice. Open your mouth and pray. Show me my part. I want to hear your voice. Pray, pray, pray. You get these things in the place of prayer. That's why joining Restart with Dr. K is vital. You get it in the place of prayer. That's why joining Pursuit Prayer is vital. You get in the place of prayer. Open your mouth. Lift your voice. Lord, show me my part. Let me walk in the visions and revelations of the Lord. Somebody is still not praying yet. Open your mouth. Quickly pray. Hallelujah. Let me walk in the visions and the revelations of the Lord. This season of my life. Let me walk in the visions and revelations of the Lord. This season of my life. Let me walk in the visions and revelations of the Lord. 
how does a virgin believe that she will, she will give back to God without knowing a man? Lord, help me to walk in the visions and revelations of the Lord. Mary kept all these things in her heart and she pondered on them. Show me my path. Let me walk in the visions and revelations of the Lord. Let me walk in the visions and revelations of the Lord. That I may see the miracles of God everywhere in my life. Let me walk. Your presence is the difference. Oh, the difference is your presence. Thank you, Lord, for seeing eyes, hearing ears, and understanding hearts that we receive the thoughts of God when we are in the presence of God. That will incubate the seed and the dream of God as we engage the presence of God. Hallelujah. Please be seated in God's presence as we close. We'll continue from here next Sunday. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-00640.